Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. At Acuity Insurance, we believe that when you let your heart take the lead, amazing things happen. Possibilities become plans. Startups get started. Ideas on napkins turn into brick and mortar. When you lead with your heart, you build a business you're proud of and a life you love. So lead with your heart. We'll protect it with ours. Discover business, home, and auto insurance at Acuity.com. Acuity, a mutual insurance company and other companies. Not all products available in all states. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing awesome, buddy. How are you? Excellent. Uh, we'll be. This is reconvened. It's been a while since Labor Day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I did. Uh, actually, 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 I'm, I'm in Ohio at the moment, um, and it's been a year since my last high school band. And I'm not talking like the high school band, but the garage band that I played in, you know, country rock, rock and roll. We get together once a year, every year now, 20 years later, and jam for the day. So that's my Labor Day experience. Awesome. Yeah, you did that last year, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. It's a good time. Barbecue, music, beer, and um, Ohio State messing with uh, um, University of Miami. They're going to stomp all over them. (laughs) <laughs> well, the beer's good. At least it'll make it, everything sound a little less tone deaf. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Well, today we're going to start off with a question we got from uh, Chris Hellyar. And uh, Johnny wrote this down, so why don't you go for it? Yeah, uh, and thanks, Chris, for dropping off the, the message and, and the question. Um, he put on there first-time caller, which is great, because as they say on our radio show all the time, too, other shows, radio shows. But basically, he's talking about indexation of his website, and he gave us a, pretty much the status of his site. He's got um, 1,134 pages on his site, um, or in his XML site map. If he looks in Webmaster Tools, and it shows that there's 1,134 in his site map, but it's only indexing 170 of them. So. 
Oh, excuse me, you're correct, 770 of them. And his question is, is there a way to figure out which one of those are indexed, which ones aren't? And once you figure them out, how do you increase the level of indexation? And then what are those factors that are leading to one being indexed and one not being indexed? And I actually ran into this with a client of mine recently, and he, he found this information in Google Webmaster Tools. And, and Chris, that's exactly where you're going to find your answer. Um, if you go into Google Webmaster Tools, um, there's a section in there. Let me call it up. I want to make sure I give you the exact places. So underneath the diagnostic section in crawl errors, and I'm not sure when they added this, but because they add stuff secretly all the time, you should just log in and there's new things in Google Webmaster Tools. It's amazing. But under crawl errors at the top, the tabs, there's a web, mobile, mobile, XML, but there's also one specifically for news. And if you click on that news tab, it'll show you um, – which ones are crawlers? Which ones are not indexed? It'll tell you um, why it's not indexed, which is the detail, which is what you're looking for. Why is these are these sites not being indexed? Um, there'll be things like 404s. A fragmented article won't be indexed. And, and what they mean by like that is if you have an article that's, that is you know, two or three paragraphs, hit next, read two more, three paragraphs, hit next, read two or three more paragraphs. That's a fragmented article. Most of the times they will not index those in Google News. Um, other things that I've seen come through, um, article disproportionately short. So if you have a page and it's a picture and you write a sentence describing the picture and that's one of the, one of the URLs in your XML sitemap, the odds are that's too short of an article. It's not going to be indexed in Google News. So Go into the, the crawl errors, click on the news tab, and it'll give you a detail of what it's not indexing, what it was considering a crawl error. It'll tell you why um, and when the last time they found it and when the last time they checked it was and if it's being linked from anywhere on your site. So it's, it's a really good tool. The interesting thing is here, I've, I was looking at that online, and although we have errors on our site, 404 not founds, blah, 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 you know, classic, got to do our own freaking work. Um, the news says nothing. It says no known errors. Interesting. So for your XML feed, do you have an XML news feed or do you just have a standard XML feed? Maybe that's the difference. And maybe that makes a difference to uh, Chris's question as well. Yeah. Because um, I think that's just for the news sitemap. So then I would think that the, the web crawlers. So if you go into the web, there's a tab under webs that says in sitemaps. That's, that's the other place you can find it. So under crawl errors web, there's show URLs all, and then it's just, one of them is in sitemaps, and you click that one. does not give you as – yeah, it gives you about the same amount of detail. It just doesn't tell you if it's a news hub or not. So it will tell you the detail why it's not, not in your – it's in your sitemap, but it's not being um, shown. <laughs> Funny. Now I'm going to throw another curveball here. Ours doesn't even have that, even though we do have a sitemap. Really? And your sitemap is registered in, in Google Webmaster Tools? Yeah, I just checked it. It says it's there and it's being reviewed. It says, all I've got is for show URLs, it says not found or restricted by robots.txt. Interesting. So It's different. I, I guess every site might be a bit different or maybe they're rolling out things. I, 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 maybe it's based on what they find. Maybe if the errors, they don't, they don't attribute the error to a sitemap itself, it's not shown there. Mm-hmm. So so back to so let's go back to Chris's question then. If he's got you know eleven hundred plus pages, seven hundred and seventy something indexed. Um, so I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about that, how would you tell? Um, hmm. Now I clicked on. I went to, and this might help too. Uh, in his case, I went to sitemaps, 
and I, I didn't get anything, but he might. And I clicked on the sitemap that has been submitted, and it says submitted URLs, 916 URLs. So 1,300 submitted. We've got 916 URLs in the web index, so we're not even fully out in there. Um, submitted and downloaded date. And then below that, it says sitemap errors and warnings. In our case, it says no or errors or warnings found, but maybe his would list something, and that might be one area to attack. Um, now, from my angle, uh, based on his question, I would say, uh, first of all, you've got to consider that you're telling Google, okay, these are all my pages. Google's like, thank you, that's a great suggestion. But these are the pages we're finding regularly. These other pages, you know, I wonder whether or not they're being kind of discounted because they're so deep. Um, and, and I also wonder whether or not all of those index pages um, are, you know, let's say it has indexed all of them, but it's actually discounted some of them. I mean, you, you got to wonder. Yeah. So, so here's a, here's a, here's a that's a very good point, Ross. So we also have to remember that the sitemaps replace the crawler. So basically, you're just telling the, the you're telling Google these are all the pages on my website. If you don't have links to those pages, if they wouldn't normally be included in the index in the first place because of the algorithm, they're not going to be included in the index. So just because it's in your sitemap doesn't mean it automatically gets some kind of little bonus. All, it's do, all that sitemap does is replace the crawling portion of the Google algorithm. So the page itself still has to go through the, the standard algorithmic process. And if it doesn't qualify to be indexed that way, it's not going to be indexed whether it's in your sitemap or not. Yeah, and, and I'd be careful with the word replace, too. I, I think it's, it's more like, okay, thank you. This is, and they might just do their normal process, then look at your sitemap and go, okay, oh, we missed these pages. Now, why? That's, you know, that, that's a very good point. So it's not going to replace; it's going to supplement. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 really, when it comes down to how can you increase it, well, and it comes to an interesting point. I was reading a, a bit about sitemaps recently, and and uh, Matt McGee and um, Barry Schwartz have pretty strong opinions on this, and, and I have to agree with them. Um, sitemaps, in some regards, really are useless. When you're putting it out there, it, now Lisa Brown had an op- opposite opinion on this, but. Um, you're you're telling Google, hey, check out my site. These are all the pages. Well, do you, why do you need to do that? Uh, if if your site is designed properly, all that stuff should be found anyway. And, and, yeah, and I think it's a site by site basis. If you have a very strong site, you're not going to need a sitemap. You're right, but some yeah, of the more technically challenged sites could definitely benefit from a sitemap. But then, if you have a sitemap and and you tell Google, hey, all these pages are there, and you haven't seen them, well. What's Google going to do with those? If they haven't found them, there's a reason why. And now, sure, they found them, but how is that really going to help rankings? How is that really going to help anything? True. And so it's a really interesting debate. And Lisa said, well, in this case, you get to say um, uh, to Google, this is how often this updates. This is how often it, you know, and also you get to, to set it up in order of importance and stuff. So there are some elements there that are interesting and, and do present a good reason for having one. Um, I'm sort of on the fence. I, I, some, in some cases, I think it's good. In some cases, it's bad. Um, I'm not pushing it as hard now. I thought it was a good debate, and it's made me change my mind a little bit. 
Well, there's also some alternative uses for sitemaps um, if you get creative. I will use a sitemap to reinforce a new redirect. So let's say that I have a section of a site that gets redirected, um, 301 redirects, and a lot of those pages weren't in the sitemap or for some reason you know, I want to make sure that they get crawled quickly to make sure that that redirect takes effect. I'll put those redirected URLs in the sitemap, give them a higher priority. They'll get crawled. The redirect will, will take effect as soon as I see that now the other page is indexed. I'll pull them out of the sitemap, and hopefully they'll come out drop out of the index too. So you can exactly. – yeah, so there's other little tricky things and things ways you can leverage the sitemap as well. Yeah, and that's a, a really um, a really effective thing to do if you ever switch sites or you ever do anything massive. God help you if you have to, but if you have to do it, um, uh, you know, brand new site, new URL structure. This is the best way to trigger quickly uh, a transfer. So, uh, you know, there's definitely no question about it. There are areas where they're really helpful. So it's uh, good. Uh, well, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to uh, talk about a few other things that uh, John and I put down. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Every affiliate marketer wants to build their own empire. Lavish trips, new cars, fancy threads. You know, be the talk of the town. That's why I found my empire with Empire Media. They work around the clock to customize my campaign. They have the connections, the clout, and the custom offers to monetize my website at every move. My website is measured and monetized to the max thanks to Empire Media. Look up EmpireMedia.com, E-M-P-Y-R-E-Media.com, and find out how fulfilling full-service affiliate marketing can be. Empire Media, reign over your competition. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, we were talking uh, about a question that was posed, proposed to us by Chris Hellyer. Thank you very much for sending that in. Was that on Facebook, by the way? That was on our Facebook page, and I really appreciate the feedback there. Um, anybody else? I mean, that's a great way to get a hold of us. If you've got some questions you want us to cover, drop us a line there, and we'll do yeah. our best. Yeah, just type in SEO 101 in Facebook, and you will find us. Uh, and there's someone else there as well, but we're the cooler one. So <laughs> yeah, the, the actual URL is facebook.com slash SEO101podcast. There you go. Nice and easy. Yeah. So what do we go to next? You know, have we covered everything um, Chris asked? I believe so. You know, what do we do to not uh, – well, maybe the increasing. So if, if you've got a problem with your um, indexing, and you want to increase the indexing rate. Well, it's it's a matter of of looking at your the site structure. Is what is it that might be impeding the particular pages from being indexed? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the first tip that you'd give on that? So, if you're if you're getting that number out of Webmaster Tools, the first thing I do would do also do a site colon. So, if they're, if they're saying there's only 770 pages indexed, do a site colon and see how many pages the search results show you are indexed. And my guess is that if, if you have a disparaging number like that, that's, that's quite a bit different than how many pages you know are on the site, that, that there could be reasons that some are being put into supplemental, which could mean that they're not being indexed and they're not being counted in that 770 because they're in supplemental. Duplicate content comes to mind. Um, things like you're having an HTTPS version and a regular version of your site indexed as long as and a non-W version. You can have a lot of confusion from the engines on which pages are the right one, and they all get dumped in supplemental. So that could be you know, the first thing I would check was to see if the site colon search in the results matches what you're seeing in Webmaster Tools. Now, the other thing about the site colon search, I, I'm trying to remember what um, Stefan said recently. Uh, well, I mean, it's not just his. Everyone um, has it. I just don't have it in front of me. But there's a, a piece of code you can add to the end of the site colon search to get a more accurate number. Right, right. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head. No. Uh, shoot. Well, I'll try and remember it and post it in our Facebook page. I'm looking at my cheat sheet here because, frankly, I've got no memory for this stuff. But... Uh, <laughs> It's not coming to me right away. That's what happens when you get old, Russ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After that first kid, your brain goes to mush, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, that I agree. <laughs> it's going to mush as I speak, yeah. No doubt. So uh, what do we look at next here? So you've got I want to know what this thing about viral heat is that you're talking about. I'm not sure oh. what you're talking about. Okay, well, viral heat, um, social media tracking. It's, it's pretty much buzz tracking. Um, it's, it's a great way to check in on, um, you know, how effective have your posts been on Twitter, how effective and what kind of engagement have you gotten from Facebook. Uh, it, it, it's, it's an interesting way of tracking. And, and I was really pumped on it, frankly, from the beginning because I thought, hey, it's inexpensive, which is pretty rare in this industry for uh, any kind of social tracking tool. Um, yeah, you know, I think it's Scout Lab starts at two ninety nine, and I know that's a good product, but mm-hmm. I couldn't afford that for the particular client I had. Well, uh, in this case, I went for these guys and went for thirty dollars, which was the middle plan. There's the nine ninety nine plan, which is basic, and there's a thirty pro plan, quote unquote pro. Remember that one, and then the next <laughs> one up is the uh, expert or uh, business plan. I guess it is. 
much. I guess I'm technically a business, but and it's ninety bucks a month, so thirty to ninety. Well, I did the the pro plan, and I thought, well, let's give this a shot. And I was fairly impressed with what I saw. Now that I've been using it for a while, I'm exceptionally frustrated with it because, and this is a big mistake for anyone who's creating a product. Do not do this. They shouldn't even have the thirty dollar plan because it is so handicapped. It's ridiculous. Everything I click on says, oh, you need to upgrade to get this. Oh, nothing pisses me off more. <laughs> so I, I canceled it. I just got so fed up this morning. I went. That, that's a good. That's a good marketing strategy if you're giving somebody something for free. But if they're already paying thirty, forty bucks for it, you know, there's no sense to try to upsell them more. That that doesn't make a lot of sense. Unless it's obviously advanced. In this case, they're only giving me seven freaking days of of history. Seven days. Wow. I, I click on one month that says I have to upgrade. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that is pretty bad. I had a client recently. They wanted to know if we could find a tool that would go back three or four years. To, to, and then, and I can't remember the name of it. But we found one. Somebody's been somebody's been storing social conversations since two thousand six, and they have it all indexed and data data you know data structured. I don't remember the word I'm looking for, but literally since two thousand six, they can go back and look for mentions of brands, you know, and, and see what kind of conversations are going on around their brand. That's wicked. I'd love it's to know cool. what that is. It'll be yeah, cool. I'll get you the name, but that one starts like at $1,000 a month. You know, that's, you're know, you going to pay for that kind of stuff. Oh, and you should. Yeah. There's no question about it. And, and, and you know, there's certain clients uh, that, that price is not an object. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck, and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available on our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today. When it comes to that kind of research, too. So. Exactly. Uh, and for some, $1,000 a month for that kind of information is, you know, is a steal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm pretty frustrated with that. So I, I'm, pardon me, I apologize. Anyone who I I I totally preached the world to to go to this, I was very impressed with it at the beginning, and 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 I don't know whether or not things have changed, or maybe I've just gotten more advanced and I need more advanced info. I'm just like frustrated. <laughs> just the simplest things. I mean, so, so it's not seven days. So have you tried any other ones? So like yeah. And, and that's a good point because um, it was actually uh, in, in, in keeping with our Raven SEO tools, or, or not, sorry, guys, we're sorry, guys, the Raven web marketing tools uh, <laughs> from the last meet, meeting, or two shows ago, I guess now. Um, I was really impressed with that. I, I, I'm a total 100% convert. Um, uh, uh, no one's paying me to say that. It's true. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> say this stuff like this. Yeah. yeah, and I've upgraded, and I've got a, a damn good account. We're using it for all our, our reporting, um, social media, and the beautiful thing with it is is that I can actually do buzz monitoring in it. Um, everything's a little bit, you know. I, for example, it uses certain things that I partnered with people, but it's always a fairly basic partnership. For example, if you wanted to do link building, and you wanted to get a link report on where other guys are getting ranking, or say ranking reports, you're doing competitor analysis. You want to find out how your how well your competitor is ranking. It only gives you a hundred, right? Hundred rankings. I mean, there's thousands possibly, and so you'd actually have to go to SEM Rush, their partner in that case, to get the full report. Yeah. You know, little things like that. But that makes sense. Um, in terms of the social monitoring, though, it's it's far superior because it'll actually, in, in compared to Viral Heat, it will it will overlay. 
so you can see based on your analytics what caused a spike. Yep. That's worth every penny. Yeah, that's great. When they when they overlay, they can overlay rankings over analytics and traffic, so you can actually see traffic spikes when your rankings spike. It's pretty neat the way they do that. Yeah, and, and my analyst in house here is is having to go and um, because one a particular client we hadn't gotten revenue tools yet for, um, and we hadn't set them up. Well, he's having to go to Viral Heat and then compare it to Google Analytics to find out where things are. You know that overlay is going to take that that would have saved us a ton of time, but we're having to do that manually now. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, my little rant this morning, I was fed right. up with it, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Cool. So, this, so there's a couple things that I think that, uh, that have been happening recently in standard SEO search that we could talk about. Um, the, one, the one thing that comes to mind for me is a change that happened a couple weeks ago um, based for brand-based searches. Um, very interesting to me because I first saw it before they made the announcement and I was I like walked around to my staff just and said, call this up. Is this happening for you? And everybody, I wanted to double check on everybody's computer to make sure it wasn't my fault. But I did a search for a rather large brand and in the first page of the Google search results, there were seven listings from that domain on the first page. It blew my mind because, you know, you know, old school SEO, we've always been told the most you can ever get on a single domain is two. And all of a sudden, here are seven listings off the same domain. Well, the next day, they released um, a notice in, in the Webmaster blog that they, for, for bigger brands, people doing searches on brands, they're actually extending the, those, those results. So you are going to see, depending on the brand, depending on the size of their site, many, many search results off the same site for, for larger brands. Um, I haven't seen it happen on many small brands yet. Um, have you looked into this at all, Ross? Yeah, yeah, and and I think honestly, I think their logic is sound. If someone's looking, like for example, <laughs> someone types in, well, <laughs> someone types in step forth. Um, <laughs> they're lucky they're to gonna, find the homepage, right? No, I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're step forth stuff. I mean, it's so blatantly obvious they're looking for that information. Um, if, yeah. if it's a real, if it's a brand that's extremely strong and it's a fairly unique name, and you know, like you mentioned Forbes earlier, there's no yeah. other real Forbes. I mean, there's a couple other things maybe that are right. Forbes, but Forbes is Forbes, so you should get results for Forbes. But I'm also seeing it tied to the size of the site and the amount of content on the site because I've, I did some searches for some relatively big brands that didn't have very big sites, and you're not getting that at all. So. Um, and even some sites that I thought were decent brand, you know, nationally recognized brand that we're not getting that. So, you know, just from, from the tests that I've done, it's got to be a really identifiable brand that publishes a lot of content for this to kick in. Um, another good example is um, IMDb. So IMDb is not even really a brand that most people would recognize. You know, you, talk, you ask your mom what IMDb is, she's going to look like, like you just, you know, smoked some of the wacky weed. Um, <laughs> but most people that are into that kind of stuff know exactly who IMDb is. It's an internet movie database for those of you who don't. Um, so it's not a national brand by any means, but they have seven listings for their site because they publish so much content under that brand. Well, what I do like about it is like IMDb or Stepforth or whatever you search for has – it shows the Twitter.com ID, the YouTube ID, anything it can find that's connected to it. Yeah, um, definitely. And, it, and even took a leap. And in, in my case, it, they have a search engine guide article on Blogs 101, I did in 2007. 
And, you know, that's in there. I mean, it's interesting how they've done it. And I find it kind of um, interesting to see what they compare me with or compare the company with because there's also a um, a quote-unquote local walking for health initiative that is funded by Pass to Health called Step Forth in Falkirk, UK. Okay. <laughs> I would have known. I would have known. Wow. I guess that comes up third. Oh, fourth. So, you know, it's not completely silly. I mean, it's, there there is a certain um, logic to it. But the fact that you're seeing some that don't have any at all, that's interesting. I haven't seen that. Yeah. And so uh, there was an article either today or yesterday about this. Somebody wrote that this basically was a death of ORM. Mm. So and, and they've got kind of a point. So that First of all, ORM <laughs> is... Online. online reputation management, as opposed to online relationship management, which is a whole different tech, a whole different type of ORM. But uh, <laughs> don't get me started on that. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so you mentioned that there's some brands that don't do this. Um, the one that comes to, to mind that I tested is McDonald's. McDonald's, you type in McDonald's, you get two listings on McDonald's.com. Sure, they're going to have HappyMeal.com and some other McDonald's-related stuff, but we're talking about multiple listings on the same domain on the first page beyond just the origin, the normal two. So McDonald's doesn't have it, and you can't get a bigger brand than McDonald's. So it's not just brand-specific. It also ties into how much content you're publishing on your sites. Um, see, I see one, two, three... Four, five, six, per, seven, seven listings for McDonald's. McDonald's.com if you just type McDonald's? Yep. Well, no, because it's not just .com. There's .co.nz. There's dot, there's .com.my. I mean, they've got a lot of places, right? So uh, I'm talking about the TLD, McDonald's.com. So when I do the search, I see the first two are McDonald's.com. Next one's Wikipedia for McDonald's. The next one is Mixed State, which is a local restaurant thing for McDonald's. HappyMeal.com, New York Times, Twitter. You know, but, but what we're talking about here is if you just, just take the one you mentioned a minute ago, Forbes.com. Right? If you type in Forbes, you've got. Forbes.com, Forbes.com Welcome, Forbes.com Entrepreneurs, Forbes.com Lists, Forbes.com Forbes, Blogs.Forbes.com, Blogs.Forbes.com, and you got Wikipedia, Twitter, and Forbes Library. So the first seven listings are all on Forbes.com, which you almost you've never been able to do before. You've always only been able to have those first two. Yeah, like, like well, and I think that, I think that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. and, the, and the other one for McDonald's makes sense too because there's multiple different types of McDonald's sites that are probably fairly well known. Right. But, uh, we better we can talk about this in a sec. We better take a quick break here and when we get back we'll continue this rant. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for the Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? 
How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching! How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com and I'll give you a kaching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. The WordPress Community Podcast, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm with John Carcutt, Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, we're talking about uh, sort of a change in how, well, not a sort of, it's definitely a change in how search is um, presented for brands. Uh, it appears that uh, if you type in a, a pretty prominent brand name, uh, often the, to- the total top 10 rankings will be all about that brand. So, um it's pretty amazing that way. And it's, it's not that it's just all about the brand. That's been pretty consistent. It's it's to me the amazing part is now it's all on the same site. Seven, six, seven of those top ten listings are all from Forbes.com. That's what to me is phenomenal about this. Like, yeah. Yeah, and well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and, and then we talk, We started talking a little bit about how it impacts online reputation management. So a lot of people will come in because someone, a major brand, someone will write something bad about them. It gets listed on the first page, and they'll hire a company to, to, to get that pushed off the first page so people don't see this negative press about them. Well, with this change, you know, if the IMDB, which we talked about earlier, um, had somebody writing negative stuff about it, they wanted it off the first page, they don't have to worry about it anymore because all those listings are on their own site now. So it's going to have it's going to have an impact to to big brand reputation management for sure. What do you think is how do you feel about that? Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? I'm feeling pretty good about it considering I've had to deal with some pretty stupid online reputation management issues. Yeah, from from the perspective of um, you know the client being protected. That's good. But then there's the other side of the coin where what about those people who have a legitimate complaint and want to have a legitimate voice? Now they're kind of pushed out. Hmm. So it's, it's, got a, it's got a good side and a bad side to it, I think. Yeah, definitely true. I, yeah, I'm mixed signals on it. I'm, I'm mostly happy, though, because uh, for me, it just means Ripoff Report gets slammed a bit, which I can't stand that company. So Yeah. I wonder if Ripoff Report... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna check them out right now to see if they if if they get multiple listings. They do. Wow, they've got five listings, six listings under their domain. Ugh. Despicable company, in my opinion. But anyways, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's pretty interesting. Another thing I wanted to talk about quickly. Um, Oh, quickly, I'm not sure it's possible, but essentially it's, um, you know, Google, I mean, I'm sorry, um, 
Bing is now in Yahoo. Yahoo listings are Bing listings now. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know that, that's a pretty major change. Yahoo yeah. no longer has its own um, search index. It's Bing. But, but we can put a little bit of caveat, caveat on that when we get to it in a minute because they kind of sure. still have their own. Well, that's just it. They have their different appearance, but they're using their index. That I, not, as far as I know. So, right. um, but they still have some of their own algorithm twists on it as well, so you're not going to get the exact same rankings and stuff, right? Yeah, which is where right. we're going to here. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's really why I want to bring it up. It's there, If you go to top ranking on Bing, you're not necessarily going to have a top ranking on Yahoo. It's not a mirror image. Things are changing on there. They have their own algorithm. Uh, there was discussion uh, that I think was confused um, at one of the last conferences. Uh, Danny Sullivan said that, that it wouldn't be. They'd be identical, and no, they're not. Um, uh, perhaps I heard something wrong, but I was totally baffled when they started talking like that because I had heard the exact opposite. It was going to be completely different. Yahoo was going to have its own spin on things, and it's exactly what's happened. They've got their own mm-hmm. spin. You know, yes, some of the same guys are in the top ten, quite a few, in fact, but they're not in the same order. Um, wonder why, but anyway, it, it's the case. You know, uh, whether and how long that'll continue, who knows. So I guess the real thing to worry about from an SEO perspective, and you know, other than you know the standard stuff we've worried out for years, is that if your pages are being indexed in Bing, you know they're obviously going to be in Yahoo. But if for some reason there's pages on your site that are not being indexed in Bing, they're now not indexed in, you, in Yahoo as well. So maybe it used to be that that half your site was indexed in Bing, but your whole site was indexed in Yahoo. Now you got a half a site indexed in both. If I if I understand correctly. Yeah, it's it's. I tell you, Bing's becoming quite a player now. You know, if you don't have something, if you're not set up in there, it it, it can be pretty damaging because now you're in. There's two different places. You're no longer showing up. Two major engines. Right. Uh, and this isn't that big of a change, really, from the way they used to do things. Just just a reminder to, you know, for people new into the business, and a reminder to people that have been around for a while. Yahoo search results used to be powered by Google. Same exact kind of relationship. Google would send the index pages to Yahoo. Yahoo would put their own spin on the algorithm and push out the listings. It's the same exact solution that's just now using Bing instead of Google. Yeah, and that was like, what, four years ago at least? At least. Maybe a little longer than that even. Yeah, I can't even recall. But, uh, yeah, it seems like yeah. it's eons ago. Um, anyway, it, it's it's intriguing, and it just makes everyone – should make everyone realize that they have to take some time and – you know, register their website in, in Bing Webmaster Tools and, and look at some of the details there. I know there's been some bickering over how good it is, but I know there's a lot of good stuff in there. It's certainly improved, in my opinion, anyway. Um, so I, I think that's a, be a good step. Now, one thing I wanted to mention before we end the show, um, uh, I've, I've put something online that's free. Uh, right now, it's for Canadians. Uh, I've got an, uh, a, a comparable one for Americans that's coming out soon. Um, but it's essentially, uh, if you go to localseotips.ca, localseotips.ca, um, there's a downloadable document that gives a free listing. It's completely free of all uh, the various local resources that will help push up your local rankings. Uh, I decided to put it online because, frankly, it was just sitting there. Uh, I do for a bit of local, but it's, you know, I. There was no reason not to put it online. So I put it online. It's a downloadable. And uh, hopefully if you're doing your own local SEO and you need to get some better rankings in Canada, it'll help you out. Awesome, Ross. That's great. How long before your U.S. version comes out? Oh, it's just a matter of me getting the time to go and vet the ones because it's old. The one I've got for the U.S. is old, so I need to make sure everything's still accurate. Uh, <sighs> paranoid of being called on something. So. Uh, so, 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 <laughs> so next week, right? 
<laughs> nah, I wish. I, maybe uh, maybe a few weeks, but I, I, when it does come out, I'll let you know. So. All right, awesome. And just just let, if anybody's going to be out at SMX uh, East in New York um, coming up in October, I'm going to be speaking. So if you want to meet up, say hi, let me know, hit us up on Facebook, and we'll try to connect. Awesome. That's going to be a great yeah. gig. I wish I could get to that one. Yeah, I wish you uh, could too. Yeah, but Florida's going to be fun. I'll see you in December. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait. We'll do a, we'll do a live show or two. Yay! Awesome. See, okay. Let's see, well, if we, let's see if we can get him to let us do one from the beach. Well, Has there ever been an off. SEO show done from the beach? We have to harass Nebraska. Well, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Nice ocean sounds behind us. People will fall asleep at the wheel if they're, if they're listening to it while they're on the way to work or something. But, um, anyways, uh, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, SEO uh, Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz, we would like to ask, uh, uh, ask you to come back next week. Um, our show is on at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday. Uh, my Twitter ID is at Ross Dunn. And John's, yours is... Um, at John Carpet. Great. And, uh, connect with us. Say hi. Drop Definitely. by our Facebook page. We'd love to get some more uh, ideas and questions from you for, for the next show. Have a great Definitely. Week. Thanks for listening, everybody.